welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. I did something a little strange today. Around 1pm I put my phone in airplane mode. I set a timer for 20 minutes and I lay down and I went to sleep. Hi there, my name is Brian Collins and welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast. And in this podcast I like to talk about writing, creativity and productivity and give you short but practical tips, tricks and insights that you can use to become a more successful writer or a creative person. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about why you should take a nap every day and how to get away with it and how it can help you improve your writing and your creative process. Now, I like to take a nap every day around 1 p.m. after I've had something to eat. And depending on where I am, I'll nap in a car, in a small room at the back of an office or even on my couch at home. And believe it or not, I even once napped in the bathroom at the back of an office. And that's not something I'd recommend. Now, I'm a prolific napper and I really think that it helps me become more productive in the afternoon because I avoid those moments where, you know, I feel like I don't want to do anything or I don't have any energy. But I used to feel guilty about this habit. I used to feel like I was slacking off on being lazy. But then I found out science is on my side and I want to share some of that science with you. Now, napping offers several health benefits from improved concentration to better performance at work or while writing. And it can help you manage stress more effectively, which is particularly important if perhaps you're running a creative business on the side and balancing job as well and family commitments. In fact, the Sleep Foundation cites a NASA study which found a 40, yes, 40 minute nap improves performance by as much as 40% and alertness by 100%. I'll take those gains all day long. So what I did is I spoke to Christopher Lindhost, who's the chief executive of Metronaps and a provider of chairs, recliners and other solutions for companies who want to encourage effective napping. And he said, if you take a nap regularly three times a week, you reduce your chances of cardiovascular bleed by almost 37%. And there are also studies that have shown other cognitive benefits in terms of memory improvement and learning. And I'd agree with what he says, because after a nap, I'm less likely to hit that post-lunch slump where my head hangs low and I find it all but impossible to concentrate on my work. Christopher told me, when we rest, our brains process information it's been exposed to during the course of the day. And napping is very useful if you're trying to learn something new or improve your mood because we tend to feel grumpy when we're tired. And as somebody who feels grumpy a lot, I would agree. So how can you take a nap while balancing work and writing and so on? Well, when I ask people who don't nap, they often complain about feeling unable to sleep at will. Well, what I would say to you is 20 minutes is the recommended duration for a nap, as it's long enough to feel restorative, but not so long that it consumes your lunch break or leaves you feeling groggy. And while you certainly can go as far as 40 minutes, that can be a little bit harder to cram into what could be a busy day. Christopher told me if you nap for longer than 20 minutes, you go into a deeper stage of sleep. It's not bad for you to nap longer, but you experience a lot more of what's called sleep inertia. The good news is many companies today facilitate quiet rooms to relax in or nap. But if you find it difficult to sleep, simply relax for 20 minutes with your eyes closed. Lie down, elevate your sleep, put something over your eyes so you're not distracted about what's going on around you. If you're new to napping, you may find it takes a few days to get used to this routine, but your body will adapt quickly. Christopher said to me, you can train yourself to be a more efficient napper and fall asleep quickly. So what should you do if the people you're working with don't understand? Well, a friend was interested in napping and he recounted how a past employer set up a relaxation room. It was ideal for napping, but the company's overzealous insurer 
did not like the idea of people locking themselves inside. And Christopher wasn't surprised when I told him the story. Individual rooms typically aren't so effective. Companies are often concerned about putting them in in the first place because of either insurance or fire. Or they're worried about hanky-panky in the office, he said. So potential nappers at my friend's company had to report to reception that they were feeling stressed and even fill out a form. And this exercise understandably deterred most people from napping. You've got to create a sanctioned space where it's okay to go and nap, Christopher told me. Typically, just putting a couch somewhere in the office isn't good enough. Most people don't want to be seen sleeping or lying down, he said. One of the companies we work with have a system that essentially allows you to monitor whether or not someone's in the room, he said. So you can see if it's occupied or not occupied, even though the door is not locked. If all else fails, consider napping in your car or a closet that you can lock. And if you're a writer who's lucky enough to, you know, work at home, then it should be pretty easy for you to, you know, nap on the couch or even up in your bedroom, you know, at the afternoon or whenever suits you. What I say to you is you can nap your way through your to-do list because famous nappers include Winston Churchill, Eleanor Roosevelt, Thomas Edison and Salvador Dali. In fact, Salvador Dali used to sit on a chair and hold a spoon just over his knee and when he would drift off into his sleep, the spoon would fall down onto the ground and make a clanging sound and wake him up. And Salvador Dali used to embrace this dreamlike state because he believed it helped him become more creative. In other words, these people were all accomplished at napping and they all accomplished great things during their working day. And when I found out that they were nappers, this helped me feel better about my habit. So the next time you find yourself hitting an afternoon slump, perhaps you spent all morning writing and you're dreading an afternoon of editing, or you can't concentrate after 3 p.m., consider how you can build naps into your working day or make them part of your creative routine. I even listened to David Mamesh, who talked recently about how he likes to take lots of naps when he's working on difficult creative projects. If you're looking for something interesting to read that's unrelated to napping, I recently finished a book, Running Down a Dream, by Tim Grawl. And Tim is more famous for his marketing strategies and for helping authors launch New York Times best-selling books. He's worked with authors like Daniel Pink and so on. And he's written a number of books about book marketing, and it's a topic I'm particularly interested in. But in his latest book, Running Down a Dream, Tim talks about his personal journey as both a business person and both as a writer and it's a frank and honest account of his struggles to write and to build a lasting creative business and it's written very much in the lieu of Stephen Pressfield's latest works in fact it's published under Black Irish Books which is what Stephen Pressfield publishes his books on and I'd encourage you to read the book if you know you're struggling or if you feel like you're the only person who faces problems like writer's block and so on. And it's also a great read if you found The War of Art particularly uh, interesting or particularly helpful. So I hope you found this podcast episode helpful and you enjoyed my short tips about napping. If you've got any feedback, please get in touch. Brian, B-R-Y-A-N at becomearitertoday.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.